Hi, you're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates, and I have recovered from binge eating, lost 50 pounds, and kept it off for over two years. I'm sharing my tools and tips to help you end your binge eating once and for all. And if you've ever wondered how to handle cravings, stay tuned because by the end of this episode, it will be obvious why you might feel like your cravings are out of control or that no matter what you do, you can't seem to stop binge eating. So stay tuned. So if you're like many um, who struggle with food, you might find yourself thinking, you know, I do well all day, but then I binge eat sweets at night. Or you might feel frustrated because you feel like you're having to control your portions. Or you might feel like you've made a lot of progress with your mindset, eating intuitively, or no longer labeling foods as good or bad, but you still feel controlled mentally by the constant debate or micromanaging your food in your head. And, you know, you may have even gone to therapy, you might do self-care practices like yoga or meditation, and you feel a lot better, but you know that there's a whole other level of freedom available if you just had the right information or guidance. So, If any of this sounds familiar to you, you are who I call the aware food prisoner. You've made huge, huge progress when it comes to your relationship with food and your self-care and your mental health. But what you want is that complete food freedom. You know that it's possible to have that and you want to really be that binge-free boss to be able to eat when you're hungry, stop when you're satisfied without having to micromanage your eating, to be able to eat what makes you feel good and indulge without guilt. So if you want to know how to go from being that aware food prisoner to being a binge-free boss, then pay close attention. You see, the binge-free boss is the master of her ship when it comes to eating. And she feels a sense of freedom and ease with food. And one of the biggest mistakes that aware food prisoners make is they look at cravings in an unproductive way. What's different about a binge-free boss? How does she look at cravings? Let's talk about how your attitude about cravings might be keeping you stuck. See, this is what the food prisoner does when when she has cravings. Um, they get the thought that, you know, maybe they want cookies or chips and they immediately start going into resistance, telling themselves no. They start to rationalize with themselves. No, I'm not going to eat cookies right now. I already ate. I'm not even hungry. I shouldn't have that. You know, if I start, I won't stop. And then after a while, maybe you know, they finally say, okay, fine, I'll just have one. But then they eat and they eat it and the guilt starts setting in. And then they find themselves going through an entire bag of Doritos or an entire box of cookies. And then, of course, it is the shame and the guilt. The whole uh, cycle starts over again. And I totally get this because I used to do the same thing. I tried to avoid cravings (laughs) so much that... I even at one point tried to avoid any triggers for cravings, which included literally changing my route home from work 
so that I could avoid seeing the billboard to my favorite chicken finger restaurant. Um, so I totally get this. And, you know, they're uncomfortable. And when cravings are present, it's, it's tension. Um, but you will soon discover that the more we resist these cravings, the more the tension builds and you're actually making it worse, not better. So, you know, when we're in that aware food prisoner, we try and avoid or resist cravings because we think, you know, they're the enemy. And we think if only I didn't get triggered and have cravings, then I would be able to control my eating. But have you considered that cravings are not necessarily a bad thing? Look, cravings are actually neutral. And it's how we think about them that makes them good or bad. And the truth is, beneath a craving is information that helps us to actually get what we want. So to stop cravings would be like ignoring the indicator lights on your dashboard. You know, it's not good or bad. It's just a reminder to pay attention to some area of your life. But what happens is, you know, understandably, we feel uncomfortable and we want to get out of that pain as quickly as possible. Better yet, avoid it altogether, but it just doesn't work. Eventually, if we don't address it, we end up giving into it at some point anyway. And the thing is, each time we give in, it becomes more and more urgent, making it more and more difficult to actually ignore. So what the binge free boss does is instead of resisting cravings, she cultivates an environment of learning for herself so she can have cravings and learn from them. And she can start to actually diffuse them and actually make them non-existent through going through cravings. So basically what a binge-free boss does is she um, shifts her perspective about cravings so that she looks at them not as an obstacle to avoid, but as an opportunity to learn and grow. Now, this is what I refer to as cultivating an environment for learning. And it is from one of the three pillars in my cravings compass method. Um, There are three pillars, but right now I'm just going to focus on one um, of the most essential pillars to have in place when addressing cravings, which is the pillar of sensation. So here's what, what a binge free boss would do when cravings hit. Instead of turning away from a craving, a binge-free boss turns toward them. And making this one little tiny shift opens a huge cascade of awareness. It's like a domino effect that allows you to have more and more effortless control over the what, the why, and the how you eat. Now, why is that important? You know, we spend so much time focusing on what we eat, don't we? 
We spend so much time, you know, thinking about, oh, well, you know, I eat too many cookies or I eat too much sugar or I need to eat more vegetables. And we never stop and think about the why and the how. And, you know, some of us, we do start to think about the why. But when we think about the why, we think about the why in a very unproductive way. You know, we start asking ourselves, why do I keep doing this? Well, there's a deeper question to ask yourself when it comes to why you eat, um, which is covered in another pillar. But what I also want you to think about is the how you eat. You know, when you eat, how are you being while you're eating? Are you being mindful of your meal? Are you being um, ungrateful about your meal? Are you focused on what you need to do next instead of thinking about your meal? So all of these things do play into, you know, how, what kind of environment we have when craving shows up and what kind of environment we have when we're actually sitting down to eat. So your main takeaway for this episode is to shift your perspective from cravings as an obstacle to avoid to being an opportunity for learning. Remember when those cravings show up, they're like the indicator lights on your car. That is indicating that there is something there for you to be aware of, to learn for your own personal growth. So I hope that helps you make um, even a small shift in how you're thinking about craving so that you can really look at them not as, you know, these bad things that you need to avoid at all costs, but as something that you can actually, um, but as something that you can actually use to your advantage to get whatever it is that you want in life, whether it be, you know, you want to eat healthier, you want to eat more vegetables, you know, you want to stop eating um, sugar in excess, whatever it is, um, that you can actually use cravings to actually be a compass to guide you to exactly what you want. And if you would like to go a little bit deeper into one of the pillars, which I mentioned in this episode, sensation, that pillar, um, one of the tools involved in that pillar, I share in a three-part free video mini-series. So if you haven't grabbed that training yet, you can get that at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on on another episode. Bye.